Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, welcome to the Corny Turn Podcast. I am here today with Todd Gearhart. He is the man who is making honey great again. We're actually down here, so you'll notice this is a little bit of a different setting than usual. We're down in Florida. We're scouting for the next cause fest. He was there at the last We were there in Nashville. It was great. Yep. Thank you. So how are you doing today? Courtney, we're doing great. We were here uh, last night with our honey. We own this company called MakeHoneyGreat.com. We were at uh, Club 47's event in West Palm Beach. Um, it was our first night there, and it was very well received. They're all Trump fans. There was 1,100 people there that la- last night wow. uh, to hear Byron Donald, U.S. Congressman Byron Donald uh, mm-hmm. from Florida speak. And uh, they meet once a month, and uh, they are the, quote, Trump club uh, in America, actually. So, wow. uh, uh, yeah, they get the biggest speakers. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it was great to be there and there introduce the product there. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Tell us the story behind the the honey. Yeah, well, I've been a fan of President Trump since he came down the escalator. Um, I was blessed to host him for a rally in February of 2016. Um, We wanted to do something different. You know, there's a million t-shirts and hats and bobbleheads out there. And uh, my co-partner, Jeff, is an artist, and he drew a caricature of of President Trump. Mm. And we got talking one day, and uh, a friend of mine is in politics, and he's actually a beekeeper. Um, in South Carolina, and it just one thing led to another, and it was just the, the light bulbs went off, and uh, we got this bottle. Uh, it looks just like him. Yeah. And we're in South Carolina. We have eleven thousand hives in the state, wow. um, and it is all done by hand. Everything here is done by hand. The labels and everything, and the county itself only has thirty-eight thousand people in it, and eighty percent of them live below poverty level. Well, because of this project, he's hiring more people, and and the girls that work in the, in the in the production side of it are getting more hours so it's a win-win situation yeah and and we donate 25 percent of our revenue our gross revenue as we travel the country um two different groups gop groups um moms for liberty we're very involved with sarah maccabee and the j6ers um they're they're a great group of people um most of them don't deserve what they're getting um but we're uh we're fighting to get uh, our president yeah, uh, reelected and then uh, and get those people out of the the gulag. So yeah, well, I love uh, the whole concept with the the bees and the honey. You know that the bees are in danger. Correct right now. Yes. And, yeah, I have and we're a, keeping them busy. What? We're keeping them busy. Yeah, yeah. and if the bees go, then the, the all the whole ecosystem falls yeah. apart. Yes, so it is. We need to preserve the bees. I I have my pinned tweet is that. Uh, you know, I, when they say that, like, when all the bees go, that the world will cease to be, and I see America as the beekeeper. Correct. I believe that it's uh, up to the free will, the, the people of America, right. to preserve the free will of humanity. Right. 
Well, we're working on a project called Operation Stinger. The mm -hmm. bees will save America, and it's dealing with election integrity. You know, we can do a lot of different things out there and help these groups, but if President Trump's not reelected, then a lot of this stuff's going to go by the wayside. So we are donating a lot of money also to election integrity groups out mm -hmm. there to make sure the elections are not rigged um, as they have been in the past. So um, it's another avenue. So what, what are your thoughts on what's going on with the election, with the, uh, the potential for having any election integrity and uh, the candidates and Trump's prospects and all of that? Well, we, we hopefully won't have a COVID issue next year to deal with, so there won't be as much of the mail-in ballots. There, mm -hmm. There'll be more traditional. You think they're going to try something else? Well, we hope not. Um, I hope not. Um, I know Charlie Kirk's very involved with the Scott Pressler. Um, he wrote him a very large check and said, go to Wisconsin and set up uh, different the offices for early voting and things of that nature. Right. Um, President Trump is, going, is embracing the um, early voting and the ballot harvesting. I mean, they're doing it. So... Um, we just can't bury our head in the sand and say, hey, we'll get them next year because there is no next year. Um, right. We need America back the way it was. So, Yeah, for sure. So the, what, what do you think is, do you think they're going to, uh, do, you th like, do you think, I know there's lots of different initiatives right now to right. try and, uh, you know, preserve the integrity of the elections. But right. Well, they're trying. I mean, it's, uh, I guess it's hardcore for me to wrap my head around why they don't like America. And he's just posing back. What, what, what is it? I mean, these parades that they're doing and, and mm -hmm. guys are walking around naked. We all saw it on the news, walking around naked. Is that not indecent exposure? It is. And they didn't arrest them. No. I mean, and they're coming well, after the kids. For, I mean, right. you know, you and I are going to be in Michigan here next mm -hmm. month and we're going to be with Tim Ballard. We all went mm -hmm. and saw the movie, um, Sounds of Freedom. Uh, we'll be there with the honey to help uh, in those causes. So. Um, I know we have to get back to regular Americana. I mean, men walking around these parades, you know, buck naked and nothing happening to them. And, and they're chanting, we're queer, we're here, and we're coming after your kids. Yeah. I mean, they don't make any bones about it, which is amazing why our authorities aren't being more aggressive in that, in that regard. So, Yeah. I, what, what do you think that they should do? Well, I, if guys walked around, if we walked around naked, you get arrested for indecent exposure. Mm -hmm. And right. they didn't arrest them. No. No, they didn't. I, I don't, where's the double state? I mean, if Len and I walked around buck naked today, we would, we'd get arrested. Right, right. But you're in a parade and, and they're not, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it's, again, it's, it's a big double standard. So. For sure. Yeah. For sure. You know, and when we travel the country, we're on the road all the time. We, we um, the people just want hope. You know, they yeah. just want, um, and they're starting to see it as it gets closer. You know, after Labor Day, the election season really cranks up. Yep. Uh, we live in South Carolina. Our uh, primary is the end of January. Um, in August is going to be the first Republican debate in Milwaukee. Um, okay. Hopefully President Trump's there uh, to defend himself. Shouldn't have to, but um, so, and then the voters will vote. Right, right. If, they, if their votes will... Uh be counted but yes they'll be counted in the primary so yeah in the yeah, yeah. in the primary, the primary so. yeah sure. so what are your thoughts on we have lots of candidates right now i uh, pretty interesting what are, what are your it is um you know uh ron desantis his polling number seems to go down mm -hmm. um he's opened up i think at 21 percent and he's down to 16 mm -hmm. uh vika 
Um, I've heard him speak numerous times. Uh, he's pulling at ten percent now. Um, he's got a he's got a good message. Maybe he'll be in you know something at the White House with President Trump, assuming he gets in. Mm -hmm. um, the other ones seem to be trying to get into an anti anti Trump lane. I guess right. there doesn't seem to be a lot of traction there. Um, yeah, you know, we have Nikki Haley and Tim Scott. I'm from South Carolina. Uh, running, they're pulling at two and three percent. So, um, I think we just need to unite as a country. Oh, and, sure. you definitely know, need more uh, uniting. We do. It's very divisive. Um, that I think is by design, right? They're they're trying to. Oh yeah. Pit everybody against each other, and they they blame it on Trump, but it started back during. The Obama administration, uh -huh. and and I have friends of Democrats. Way, yeah, yeah, it's it, it started back then. So yeah, they've been going on way before that. That that's the name, divide and conquer. Right, right. right. So they're always creating war. And, and now you have the internet and everything, and people can get stuff out, and and they put false stuff out there. As you know, you're in the media world, oh, and yeah. they and then then they're called computer bullies. They just throw stuff out there mm -hmm. and help something stick. Right. So, yeah. What are your thoughts on? So I know there are a lot of people. Who I, I would put myself in this camp, who were really hopeful about Trump, really like a lot of the things he did. You know, definitely I, I voted for him. I was right. supportive of a, a lot of things he did, but not so thrilled with his whole uh, pushing of all the jabs and how he's still supporting it. What are right. your thoughts on that? Well, he he always said at the beginning he wasn't never going to mandate it. Mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes when you make a mistake, you just have to man up and say, you know what, I was wrong. We sure. we thought, you know, these facts look like it made it look like it was going to be this, and right. it wasn't true. So, um, I I mean, I thought I don't hear him talking about it as much. Mm -hmm. um, I think maybe he's maybe he's dialed back some of that. So, I don't hear the name calling like we used to. I, I don't hear it as much. Um, his record speaks for itself. We know what we're getting. You know, promises made, promises kept. I don't know if you guys saw his post. It was back in January, his education plan, uh, what he's going to do with education. The 1776 project? And, well, or he's going to, uh, there's no boys playing girls sports in America. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're employing one of these CRT, LGBT yeah. people in your school district to make sure the pronouns are being said right, your federal funding's gone. Yep. It's going back to reading, writing, arithmetic, the basic of education. Yeah. He talks in this speech that we spend seven times more per pupil on education than the next foreign country. Yeah. But we're like 23rd in the world in education. And as he stated, I'm not going to cut the funding. We may spend more, but if we're spending number one, you're going to get number one. Mm -hmm. And uh, he wants to end teacher tenure. I mean, th these teachers, yeah. you know... Um, and I have friends that are teachers, and they say, hey, if you're not a good teacher and they're not doing well, he, he said you can get rid of them. I mean, that's what he wants to do. He wants to bring the power of, uh, of the education back to the parents. And um, mm -hmm. we support Moms for Liberty. It's a national mm -hmm. group. They started here in Florida. Yeah. We're very involved with them in the Charleston County. Mm -hmm. And this is right up there, Jandra, of the parents. Sure. Um, you know, and then people found out what was going on, you know, when COVID did hit. And they were finding out that's, I mean, that's how the story busted. I guess if there was one good thing that came out of it, it was that. I mean, uh, there's parents that drop their kids off in their kindergarten and they pick them up when they're seniors in high school and they say, well, what happened? Um, I think more parents are getting involved. I think that was the silver lining of COVID. Exactly. Right? If you could pick one thing, yes. It woke, them, it woke up, as they say, the mama bears. Yeah. And, you know, and, and 
the Mama Bear line is out there now. We do. There's a group out in Iowa called the Mama Bears. We met them at uh, the Reawaken tour back in January mm-hmm. um, in in Nashville, and uh, they just don't put up. I mean, it's it's their child, of course. right? As it should be. So right, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. yeah, I think, no, I definitely think that's one of the huge silver linings. And uh, the 1776 Commission, I think uh-huh. that's what you're calling it, um, that whole project is fantastic. I think that would be, there was also, like, you wanted to put in uh, kind of like the classical, uh, like, uh, classical uh, Western civilization core mm-hmm. uh, curriculum back into school, mm-hmm. which had been completely wiped out. Right. He just wants to put the basics back in there, which mm-hmm. is what is what, what we need. Yeah. Back when we were there. So, yes. Absolutely. So, great. Um, I see gas prices are up. I just saw it's $3.99 a gallon here. I mean, yeah. South Carolina, it's $2.99 a gallon. I mean, the oh, prices, really? seem, yeah, we just pay, it's two ninety seven back where we live. Um, huh. I don't know why it's a dollar more down here, but. Um, it's pretty high where in Tennessee, too, where it? I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, it's a tough economy right now. Yep. And, and, you know, 81 million people really voted for him back in 2020. Um, mm-hmm. Those were the alleged real numbers. Right. And I, I have to believe there's going to be more vote this time. This, yeah, because they're, they're behind him. So, yeah. I mean, we were in Pickens, South Carolina. We just talked about before we went on air. Yeah. Um, 50,000 people there. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. The lines, I mean, we were there. We we had the booth there with the honey. And, and, so, mm-hmm. and Sarah Maccabee was there because we helped the J6ers. The line went for miles and miles. And it was 105 degrees heat index. And they stood in that line for hours. And then once they got in, they stood there on the streets of Pickens. It's a small little town of 3,500 people. And they stood out there from, I met a gentleman from Aurora, Illinois. He was number three in line. And uh, he drove from Illinois. He was been here for two days. And I said, well, what hotel are you staying at? And he goes, well, there's Porta John's over here and the McDonald's is over here. Wow. And he sat there with other people. He wasn't the only one. And then he was leaving and going to Iowa. I mean, he, they just follow, you know, follow President Trump around. And he obviously has the wherewithal to do this. But um, but people, normally the people got there at 5 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it was just miles of, of line walking, you know, in the heat. And then yeah. they finally got in and stood there. And, and uh, there were people that struggled physically. But uh, they were giving out water and Gatorade and things of that nature. Wow. Um, just to see them. Uh, yeah it was pretty cool that's like that everywhere it was i mean he sells out or yeah this was an outdoor event so there was unlimited amount of people mm-hmm. um i heard he's going to nebraska maybe next or something um so yeah yeah he's yeah he's he's making the rounds and yeah. he's and he's definitely got a lot of energy so yeah yes which yeah. is great to see what do you think will happen so you think the chances of him getting back in officer high i think i think so yeah yeah I mean, you can talk about the polls, but just look at the amount of people coming. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the other candidates are getting three or four hundred people at their events. Mm-hmm. He's getting thirty thousand. Is sure. I mean, yeah, it's what people want because yeah. they know they know what they're getting. And you know, there was a comment made, and then they were going back and forth. And uh, Ron DeSantis made a comment about, "Well, I can be there for two terms. You know, I can be there for eight years. Mm-hmm. You know, and it takes a while to get things done." You know, President Trump went back, and these are all quotes. He goes, yeah. eight years? Why do you want to wait eight years? I can get this done in six months. Right, right. Well, and then Ron DeSantis went back and said, well, why didn't he get it done in six months? Well, mm-hmm. his first term, I he underestimated that people, he thought people were like him, 
and they all loved America. Mm-hmm. And too many people got left in the, you know from the overflow of the previous administration mm-hmm. who were behind him and d- stabbing in the back the whole time. Well, he's learned his lessons. He yeah. had that on-the-job training, um, and he knows what he needs to do, and he's going to go in and just clean house and, and, and do what he needs to do. To Do you think he can? Because I think it's not just uh, the people, you know, within. I, I think there's there really is a globalist agenda. There is an apparatus, a deep state apparatus that works, right. you know, in conjunction and colludes with this uh, worldwide kind of globalist force, mm-hmm. you know, call them what you will, but, you know, we'll call it the deep state for right. just lack of a better word. Right. Um, but there is this network and that it is supranational, right? And they have a supranational a- agenda. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of the people in D.C. seem to be aligning with them and whether they've been bought and you know, bought off or whether they're... Well, the, it's the, real, it's right? the good old boy club, right. Courtney. I mean, it's the wink, wink. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we learned that when he talked about draining the swamp, it wasn't just the Democrats. Mm-hmm. You know, there was the Republicans that were going along with stuff oh, and, yeah. and everybody got their, their little piece of the deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's not up for re-election after this. Right. And he's going to go in there and just and clean house, which is what the people want. I mean, right. we're paying the bill, our tax. I mean... That's what they. That's what they. That's what we as a whole want. Uh, yeah, we we definitely we 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 don't want just to drain the swamp. We want to drain the creatures. The swamp creatures need to get out. Right, and, and right. not we just cut the tail the off. You cut the head off. Kill the creatures. We want the creatures gone. <laughs> exactly, and I think you know there are a bunch of Senate seats that are up in in doubt. Um, John Tester in Montana and Tim Kaine in Virginia. So there could you know there may be a change here in the Senate mm-hmm. where. You know, the people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and some of these more outspoken ones, they're seeing that they can speak up and yeah. people, that they want that. They don't want everybody just to fall in line. Right. And, and where before, if you spoke up and were a rebel rouser, uh-huh. you, you got pushed over the corner. It, it's not like that anymore because President Trump has, has opened those doors. Right. So they, they, they feel they, they, they got his back. Or they, he has their back. Uh-huh. And they can say what they need to say. What do you think, uh, well, certainly the... The draining of the swamp is one of the things we hope for. Right. What are some of the other things you think will happen if he does get back in? Um, well, we will be energy independent again. Uh-huh. You know, we followed that. You know, the 11,000 jobs were lost on the pipeline. Right. You know, we were selling oil. Uh-huh. This is oil. If you call this oil. We were selling this to foreign countries. Yeah. We didn't need them. Now, when they sneeze over an OPEC, our prices go up. Right. Well, we have enough oil for its generations and generations. Why would we want to go depend on Venezuela and all these other countries? It, it didn't make any sense. And the first day that he went into office, he signed the, the, the order to stop the pipeline, and immediately the prices went up. And it costs more to deliver to the restaurants and the groceries. I mean, it's just the domino effect. And w- a- energy is it's, it's the key to everything. Um. Our, our airline prices are higher because the fuel prices are higher to get on the plane. Why would you want to depend on any foreign country when you have it in your backyard and you can create the jobs? Right. Well, what do you think about some of the, uh, like the global agendas, things like the, you know, 2130 and the CBDCs that are coming down the pike and 
I haven't followed that that close, Courtney, to be okay. honest. You to comment on that. So. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I'm just curious what, you know, if there's any way to stop that regardless of who gets in. Yeah, but, I'm not yeah. I'm not familiar with that, so. So with the make uh, honey grade again. Right. What 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 are the hopes? What's the next steps? And well, we we really are getting involved in election integrity because we had some, um, I guess, call them aha moments. Everything that everybody's doing out there to get him in, it doesn't matter if the elections aren't fair. Right. So we're going to invest a lot of money in election integrity and and to make sure these ballots are clean or right. that we don't have the phantom ballots out there that that went on where. You know, 10 ballots got sent to a house and somebody sat there and they filled them out and we don't have uh, the 2000 mule syndrome again. Right. Um, I, I think there's steps in there um, to prevent a lot of that. And when people order this honey online, makehoneygreatagain.com, we donate 25% right off the top to these different and send these different organizations um, that we've picked them out, did some research, uh, and the J6ers get... Uh, their help um we just we're just spreading it around yeah and, and making a difference and and it's everybody can get a bottle of honey and you know it's not a bobblehead it's not a t-shirt it's not a hat right um, it's something that people can use yeah. you know we have a lot of people they'll order two bottles and they put one in their trump man cave as they say <laughs> and then the other one they use and they'll just refill it with their own honey or their neighbor down the street has honey and they right. just keep reusing the bottle and and our motto when we travel is give the donald a squeeze so, oh. um, and that's just a, but this Operation Stinger, we're excited about, yeah. um, I, I, Anna, you know, Anna with the Cermac, they're, they're designing uh, the banners mm. and we have a group in, in Florida that's doing the t-shirts, the uh, Operation Stinger, Stinger. Um, to, uh, well, to get the word out and mm. everybody can be a part of it. So, yeah. Yeah. One bottle at a time. So. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Anna's great. And the whole G6. The whole G6. We'll all happen. be together. We'll all be together. Uh, you guys will all be up there in Michigan here yep. next month. Um, there's a bunch of different things scheduled. Um, we're having a big event uh, December 2nd in Pinellas County. Okay. Um, Anna Luna, the, the congresswoman over yeah. there, she's there. Uh, we're hosting it. We have a bunch of stuff. There'll be 1,200 people there December 2nd. Um, we're just, we're all over the, you know. November 5th, the Seminole County GOP is doing their Lincoln Day dinner. Okay. Um, Sarah's coming to speak at that. Right. Sebastian Gork is going to be there. The honey's going to be there. Um, it's just it's just a team effort. Yeah. You know, everybody's getting around and and, uh, and everybody has their specialty. Whether it's you guys in the media mm -hmm. or we have this little bottle that's funding you know funding a lot of stuff. So yeah, there needs to be justice for them because they're they're using them as an example, and I I think it really is an example to uh, to scare people into take exercising their you know bill of rights as well i have to tell you, i've heard a, a, a ton of stories on different j6ers and the yeah. worst one was about two months ago a couple from texas uh, jaleese and mark middleton mm -hmm. um they have some projects that we help with out in texas texas has the second most j6ers florida has the most and i said well thank you for caring for the j6ers and they right. said we are we are j6ers and i said what is your story and they told me this story, Courtney, and I met them in Miami at uh, the Reawaken Tour, and we've spent time with them. Uh, they're probably 53 and 55. They went to uh, there on January 6th for one reason, that was to pray. Wow. And they didn't go in the Capitol. They weren't inside any fenced area. They were way, way, way in the back. And there was a group of them in a circle, and they had their head down, 
and they were holding hands and they were praying. Okay. That's the only reason they went. And she felt piercing pains on her right wrist. And they looked up and they were being beat with batons by the police officers. What? Yes. And they were trying to defend themselves and they were trying to push them away. What was the justification? Break up the group. All they were doing were praying. I mean, I've met these people. They're, they're the salt of the earth people. They're looking at 20 years in prison. They go to court on August 25th for assaulting a, free, a police officer. They were trying to push him away. Their husband was being beaten in the head and the neck with these batons because they were trying to break what They were praying. And I, again, I've been with these people. They're not 22 years old making up some story at a bar. Right. Okay? That's all they were doing. And they wow. go to court on August 25th, and they're looking at 20 years in prison That's for assaulting a, a federal police officer. Well, they were holding hands and they were def trying to defend. I mean, they didn't even see it coming. Right. She said, I felt this pain in my wrist and we looked up and we were being beat. So it's, it's stuff like that that motivates us every day to, well, to get him reelected. You know, we all saw him on the CNN town hall and, and the reporter said, oh, are you going to pardon the J6ers? And he said, yes, most of them, not all of them. Some of them did some things that they shouldn't have done, but the majority of them will be pardoned. So, yeah, I I don't know if you know that during the college fest, we were right across the street from the Pride Festival. Correct. And there, I, I went out and watched and yeah. Okay. So yeah. apparently there were people who got arrested for praying over there. I saw that story. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy. And they got, they got kicked off the grounds and all that uh, oh. for, yeah, for praying. I saw the video on somebody said, maybe Sean said it to me or somebody okay. did. So, yeah, we, well, when we were there with you guys, I walked out and, and there were protesters protesting. You know um, that they're pedophiles, which I don't think they're pedophiles, but that's you know, um, yeah, they were praying. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's I, I watched it. It's just yeah. Well, that's what it reminded me of. I, I guess they gave them an actual charge of uh, assaulting the police, but it sounds like they were just defending themselves against. They were. They were just praying. That's all they were doing. And you know, when when I tell the story, people, I'm gonna say they don't believe me. It's hard to it's hard to wrap your head around this, mm -hmm. but that's what happened. Yeah. Um, we're with the honeys out in Texas. We do a bunch of different events with those guys out there and they're, and they're helping their cause. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's fun. We meet uh, new people every week or somewhere. Um, I know Tim Ballard will be with us. Uh, he's the host up there with Annie. Yeah. Um, on August, in August, uh, with that movie that just came out, and everything it'll the be sound nice of to be the yeah. sound of freedom. I went to it on July 4th. Did you? Um, what did you think? Oh, it was, it, it it's sad. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it was done by the people who, who filmed Chosen. Um, mm -hmm. It was very well done. Um, we're going to be there and help. I know she's looking at 1,200 people uh, that will be there at the event for the two days or day and a half. So, yeah. and uh, the J6 girls, they're all speaking on Friday night. I know you'll be there speaking. Yeah. And uh, the churches up there are getting involved. Um, I don't know if Annie told you she's been to churches there. Yeah. Getting the tickets sold. and uh, awesome. Yeah, it's going to be pretty, uh, yeah. Yeah, I love the theme. It's called Reuniting America. Right. And that was uh, really one of my big um, messages for Cause Fest. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, as you were saying, people are so divided. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't think we need to all agree. There was once upon a time where you could actually right. have But discourse. we can agree to disagree. We can, what, not just agree to disagree, but we can agree to actually have conversation. Right. Discuss the ideas. You Everybody's can't. been intentionally so politicized in order to right. polarize. When really what we need to discuss are the ideas. Right. So it's not about like my team, your team, and, you know, fighting each other. Right. It should really be about 
what do we do? How do I think it should be about we the people, right? It was supposed to be an experiment of self governance. Right. We've gotten so far removed from that notion. Right. So, you know, when I travel, Courtney, and, and I, I, I wear a Trump hat, I've worn a Trump hat for a couple of years, I don't get the negative stuff like I used to. Right. I used to, let me, two years ago, when I'm in airports or whatever, wherever we're going, mm-hmm. people would just scowl at you or, you know, they would, you know, say some words you're not going to repeat here. Right. Um, I don't get that anymore. More people come up. I love the hat. I love the hat. You know, this oh, is we great. we got to get him in. So I don't get you know. Once in a while, you'll get that look, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. But I don't get. The, I don't hear, and I heard it a lot before, like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know more people are coming out. Um, you know, when they see how he's being treated, crim- quote criminally. Right. I mean, are you kidding me? Thirty-seven counts. I mean, and and the Hunter Biden thing, and nothing. You know, I don't say nothing's being done because hopefully something will be done. Um, the hypocrisy there is. Astounding. Astounding. Is- it is. And, and you know, I, it, to me, it's not surprising, this, this kind of corruption and well, we call it double standards, but it's really not double standards. It's really, you know, them exerting their power. They're showing you right. that we don't have to play by the rules. It's rules for the not for me. That's, you know, really how they operate. Uh, but I think the, what I was just going to say is what I, I do see now that's different is how transparent it is. That now so many people can see mm-hmm. that it looks like a double standard. Yeah. Well, there are some um, left-wing media people starting to call some things out. Mm-hmm. Um, Dana Lash was on. I just watched it last night. Yeah. I must be um, criticizing him for not accepting he has seven grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And she did a little thing on that on yeah. MSNBC. She and I have the same birthday. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay, great. Same but they're, they, yeah, they're starting to... Um, I know Chuck Todd has said some things, you know, they're, they're starting to, well, because you're insulting people's intelligence. You know, Chuck Grassley and them, you know, when they came after them about they wanted these, this, was it the 1023, the FBI document mm-hmm. on the whistleblower stuff, and they claimed they didn't have it, they didn't have it, and the whistleblower said they had it. Right. And then Christopher Ray tells Chuck Grassley, you can come to our office and look, because they said, we want it. Right. And they said, well, you can come to the office and we'll let you look at it. And Jim Jordan was, and they said, "No, you're bringing this form in." And they finally had to admit that that they that they did have it. Right. I mean, if if uh, Lynn or I lied to the FBI, or I mean, we wouldn't be sitting here. We'd be sitting on a, probably a steel bench somewhere, um, making our one phone call. And these guys, I don't know. It's the it's the I, double it's the double standard. It, yeah. And you talked about that early, Courtney. But um, hopefully, you know, President Trump will. We'll take care of that. Of uh, you know, General Flanny, and we've all met General mm-hmm. Flanny. I'll reawaken to her. Sure. You know, and he talks about the weaponization of the FBI and how they're weaponizing people. So yeah, I just read. So uh, I don't know if you you've seen this. Patrick Byrne just didn't. It's really not an article. It's like ninety pages. <laughs> it's basically okay. a small book. Yeah, it's a yeah, documentary. Yeah. Small book. Yeah, um, but it's this article in a new magazine called Capitol Hill, and he goes through his story. You know how he was a whistleblower. Okay, actually, uh, but. And there was a piece in there that I didn't know, but apparently in 2008, they passed a law where under certain circumstances, uh, the C- the Central Intelligence Agency has a purview over the FBI. So, of course, we've always suspected that all of these agencies are colluding with each other, um, but there was actually a law passed. So now you have this agency that's supposed to be, you think about the CIA, we typically think that or at least what we've been told is they're supposed to be uh, have jurisdiction over foreign entities, right? They're, okay. They that that's their job uh-huh. is to do intelligence 
overseas. Right. But now they're overseeing and they can have a control and jurisdiction of the FBI, which is domestic, right? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a bit odd. Yeah, they're crossing some lines there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're we're seeing a lot of uh, I, what I would argue is a weaponization against the people when mm-hmm. they're supposed to be protecting. Right, people. and General Flynn talks about that in his interviews. We watched mm-hmm. the reawaken tour with him, so and, yeah, and okay. in fa- he talked yeah. about that. Have you read the Fifth Generation War? I, I have not yet. Okay. Somebody just mentioned that the other day that I got I, get there. I cannot recommend enough. Oh wow! Uh, we, I actually have a. I did a short interview uh, for American Media Periscope when I filled in for Chrissy Lee. Okay. Um, with him on there, where he's coming over. Uh, we're going to do an in-person interview, uh, long form. Okay. But he was a co-author of that book. Gotcha. It's, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, I told him I've I've read similar ones. I think the one that uh, Rich Higgins and uh, Steve Coglins did was a kind of a a manual that was similar in many okay. ways. But uh, I think this is probably a little bit uh more accessible for masses mm-hmm. it's really broken down it's a fairly small book okay you know we read it in maybe less than two hours oh wow and uh, we read it out loud yeah my fiance and i together okay. we read it out loud and uh, really went through it because they give you questions and it, like a workbook style okay and uh, it's more yeah. of an interaction type thing yeah. totally and and it really is a manual for citizens so mm-hmm. Uh, while there is some uh, philosophical and military jargon in there, they break it down so that it's, you know, they explain what that is so that it's not just these militaristic terms being okay. thrown out there. So they put it more in layman's terms. They did. Yeah. I, I think they did a fantastic job of making it really accessible uh-huh. to the layman and actionable. I think that's the most okay. important part of it is that it's actionable for people to, one of their, their core tenets is that it, you know, local action leads to a federal impact. Right. And uh, that's something I feel very strongly about. I don't well, think we have a whole it's, lot of power. It's federal. funny. You, you mentioned that people that are getting more involved when I see them, they'll say, what can I do? And I said, you need to go to your local GOP, you know, what county are you in, wherever state we're at, and right. go to that local GOP office or, or when they go to your meetings, look them up. Every county's got a GOP or and a Democratic yeah. side and get involved locally, whether it's involved in schools or your your county stuff, whatever. I mean, you have to, you start at the bottom and you work your way up. Yeah, to make those uh, really grassroots. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, absolutely. and they do. So and yeah. that's what you're doing with. Well, we're tr- we're trying. Yeah, we're yeah. yeah it's uh, we're making some uh, some dents, which is good. Yeah, well, you're building communities and you're uh, connecting people, which I think is right. Really tremendously important. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we're getting uh, Sarah out there and telling that message. You know, at the beginning, we all know that. They talked about this insurrection, and they did that uh, that BS committee. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that was horrible. Um, but when you watch the tapes, and you know when they spoke, and and you know when we were with you guys in Nashville, right. when Sarah did her speech and showed those tapes and and played the audio of yeah. those police officers thanking her husband for saving them, and now he's in the gulag. Do you know that she's seen him one time behind plate glass since January 6th of 2021? She's only seen him once. I mean, these police officers were thanking him. And during those hearings, they wouldn't play the audio. You know, um, you, you, you got to tell the whole story, not half the story. So, um, and you can see the video of him trying to save her um, and trying to save Roseland or Roseland Boylan. So um, it, it's really devastating. And it's, it's, so unfathomable to think that 
They haven't even had bond yeah. hearings. I mean, I know. it's, uh, but we it's, keep fighting. We, look, we're all fighting. Yeah. And you know what? If, if it could happen to us, I mean, it, 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 as easy as anybody else, um, yeah. Yeah. there'll be another January 6th time. There'll be something else in America that's going to happen, whether it's 10 years from now or two years from now. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it'll happen. People, I, I don't know that there are a lot of people who are very concerned that they won't, that they're going to set up some sort of like false flag to preclude, I know, to prohibit the potential for there being a 2024 election. Well, that and, and you know, there's concern about a civil war and, and then sure. people are just going to get, if something happens that he's the, he wins the primary and he's way up in these polls and something happens in the election that, mm -hmm. you know, all hell's going to break loose in the country. Yeah. And I have friends that were there on January 6th, and they were pretty vocal. I mean, I, I didn't realize they're just everyday people, but they just yeah. had gotten fed up. And, um, you know, they worry about the knock on the door. You know, they yeah. talk about arresting another thousand of them or whatever. Um, so. Oh, yeah. I have a friend who talked about it. They, uh, they like, practically be down her door and they were in her apartment turned it upside down right. three hours straight interrogated her well she was terrified right terrified well you heard what they did at sarah's house i mean she talked about it at your event mm -hmm. how the fbi came in and took stuff and just yeah. i mean uh and she'll tell the same story she'll tell the story in august up in uh, in michigan to yeah. 1200 people so right. yeah. i i don't think you know the more we get this word out about the January Sixers, and you guys are involved, we're all involved helping us. Yeah. The more the regular people say, "Wow, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know exactly. that. Oh wow, I you know because they only see what you know. MS, they only see one with media, the bad yeah. stuff. Exactly. You know that that's all they're going to show, and, and and the violence of that day. It's gut wrenching when you hear these stories. It's gut wrenching. Well, again, this couple they were praying, and they weren't even close to the building. I mean, it's just, uh, and I talked to them probably once a week. Um, you know, a quick story on that was they they would do these events and they didn't have anything at their table but some paperwork and, you know, and flyers. Well, that doesn't draw people to the table. Okay. So when they, we were talking about the honey and I said, well, listen, I'm going to send you some cases of honey mm -hmm. and put them on your table and you guys sell them and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It'll help you raise money. And she called me that night at 1118. They were in Bowie, Texas. Okay. And you get a call at 1118. Usually it's not a good call. But it was, and she was in tears on the phone. They had sold 50 bottles of honey because there was something on their table. But more importantly, people came over to the table because they saw people like, oh, what's going on at this table? And they collected $10,000 in donations from people who just wow. wanted to, hey, yeah, it's great, the honey, and you make some money yeah. on it. But what what else? Can I? And they wrote checks for tolling $10,000. Wow. And it's because that little honey bottle was sitting on their table, and it just drew people, you know, bees to the hive. It drew that it drew them to the table, and that's and I send them cases of honey. Um, they they have events. They were in Tyler, Texas. I haven't talked to them yet. They had a big event in Tyler, Texas this weekend. Well, um, just educating people. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. This little guy is uh, making his way around the country. Yeah, um, yeah. I had somebody call me at four o five in the morning mm -hmm. last week, wanting to order honey. Okay. Of course, we're all sleeping at four o five in the morning. I said, well, let me call you back in about 15 minutes. Well, I had to wake up and, you know, throw some water on your face. He's in California, and I understand it's 1.05 in the morning. Right. But he it's was- pretty late. It's still late, and <laughs> hours. he goes, I can't believe that, you know, somebody actually answered the phone, and, you know, and I wanted to say, well, I can't believe you're calling it, you know, <laughs> this time. But anyhow, we talked for 45 minutes. He lives in California. 
he just he wanted somebody to talk to that's on that's on his political side. And he ordered honey, and he's sending it out to his and friends. Yes, and and uh, we've I actually I talked to him last night about some stuff. He wanted to know how the event went and everything. So, um, yeah, we don't those calls are obviously good calls, but um, mm. it's just gaining traction around America. And, and uh, we actually I got a phone call the other day um, about the honey, um, and I had to chuckle. She's on the board of directors of the L.A. County GOP party. Yeah. And I said, uh, well, how big is your, she goes, well, we've been dormant for a while. And I said, probably 20 or 30 years. And she goes, well, we have 200 members. So they're going to get the honey. They're going to use it as a fundraiser Great. in LA County GOP. Uh, I will tell you, I, I mean, I left uh, LA a few years ago. Okay. And I, I've been there. I was there for a long time. And I will tell you that, you know, the California, I actually think it's pretty red as mm -hmm. a whole, obviously not San Francisco and LA. Right. You know, there's pockets. But the people who are conservatives there right. are they they are very very uh, strong in their convictions mm -hmm. because they they they're going into battle every day. Right. So it's not like people who are in you know very red uh, maybe southern states where or some mm -hmm. flyover country middle America where mm -hmm. they kind of take for granted that most people are uh, not crazy radical left commies right you know they, they take for granted that most people are not in that camp but people in you know pockets of la who are conservative really know they have to fight for their freedom right it's, it's, well they have 200 members now in the gop party in la yeah. county so, so they're and they're growing sure they're strong and vociferous right yeah. well and a lot of people leave because they don't want to keep paying i mean you know the reparation things that was going oh, on what the and then Ga Gavin finally come out and said, we, we don't have the money. I mean, they wanted $5 million a, a person. And slavery wasn't even legal in California. It, it never happened in California. I mean, you, we can read those articles. I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, and now Gavin has finally come out and told them there is no money. I mean, yeah, the debt, I mean, it's massive debt out there. So um, it is surprising, though, Courtney, that people are staying out there and fighting this fight because- there's less people dividing up the bill at the end right. of the day and they're moving out, you know, they're moving to Florida, they're moving to Texas, they're moving, you know, South Carolina as a, as a big growth. But um, I met a couple who just moved from California four months ago. They mm -hmm. moved to South Carolina, um, probably 55 years old. And they got out because of what we're just talking about here. So, wow. yeah. Good. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if people want to stay and fight, you know, I hope, uh, I hope it makes a dent, but I think, Ultimately, I think a better strategy is to make the red areas redder mm -hmm. and to really uh, fortify them for people to find, you know, build communities so they can build parallel uh, systems. I think there's more power in that. Well, now in Florida, there are more registered Republicans than there are Democrats. Yeah. That yeah. was announced like a year or so ago. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, people worry about, oh, they moved here from California. You know, don't bring your politics here. Well, they came here because they were trying to get that, away from that. That's what I'm saying. That yeah, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part, um, remember your roots and why you came here. Right. Um, and don't bring those policies. Right. And the, the people that live in New York and New Jersey, they're moving to the South. Mm -hmm. um, they moved for a reason. Right. It's because of the taxes. And, and now they have, you know, some of these states are doing this exit tax. They're trying to tax the people when they leave. I have you read? when they first wanted to propose it. I was like, that is so, in I mean, it was like 10 years ago they were talking about that. Right. And we'll come and get me. I'll be in Florida. In front of me. And I'll send you a bill for because you left two years ago. How do you, again, we talked earlier, how do you wrap it's your head around? It's completely unconstitutional. 
I mean, they're they're... exactly. And how do you wrap your head around that? That people even think that that's okay, right? Right? It's okay to walk down the street buck naked, and you shouldn't. There shouldn't be any consequences. No, it's not okay. Um, There needs to be some restoration. And I think hopefully he brings this back to us. So that's what we can hope for. So yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Thank you for well, Courtney. Thanks for your time and and Lynn, and it's been great. And absolutely, and uh, we'll be with you in October when you do your reawaken type tour uh, here on the East Coast. We'll be we'll be with you. I sit. Yep, I saw this night back here. The Cause Fest. We'll be with you all the time and and supporting you you and. and, and where can people find you and support? Well, make just honey go great again. Go to makehoneygreatagain.com, um, order the honey, and we send out the money to the to the J Sixers. So, yeah, it's very it's very simple. So, and we have one product. We don't do anything else but this. We have our hands full with this. Um, it's it's the Kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, I like that. We're not getting into beeswax, uh, you know, lip balm. People ask about that stuff. Are you going to do mega no. lip balm? I do no. like the the honeycomb. But. Yes, the honey, but this is. Um, yeah, this keeps us busy, and we get calls all the time from people wanting to uh, uh, wanting to get involved and wanting to, to help raise, to raise the money. So, yeah. That's Great. fantastic. Well, Courtney, well, thank thanks for so your much. time. Yeah, yeah it's a good pleasure you. to see you again. We'll see you in August up in Michigan. Yes. And October back down here. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you. You're welcome. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.